Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's up out there, podcast land? How you guys doing today? That's pretty exciting, that way to go. If you can hear, we're one short again. Yes, again. Poor Dan. (laughs) Oh, well. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Dan will be back. He had some important business to attend to that we were not privy to. So (laughs) you have to go do something. So, Dan, we missed you. We missed you. We're going to dock your pay if you're not back. Right. <laughs> this is way too many weeks off. So we want you back. So, hey, so how's it going? You hear my home slice this hey, morning, hey. which uh, the next few weeks going to be crazy anyway. Right. Um, I'm here for one more, and then I'm gone. Right. And then uh, we're together for one, and then you're gone. Uh, something like that. And then we get to December. The and Season, right? Wow, man. Yep. November, we just... Through November out the window <laughs> that quick. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> so anyway, yes, I am um, preparing. Um, when this is dropped, um, I will. The next one that drops, I'll be in Brazil, mm-hmm. Curitaba, I think, is where I'm going mm-hmm. to do ministry for about a week. So if you guys um, out there in podcast land would um, be praying for me, and I'm praying that God would. Um, Use me and world reach, and that we would um, touch the nations yep. with the gospel. So, hey, Romans chapter three. Hey, we are some exciting news here. <laughs> um, we're going to do Romans through probably November, and then we're going to stop. Okay. And um, we're going to do something Christmassy. Okay. Tis the season. <laughs> and um, then we will go. Um, did I say this last week? You did. Did I? So it's not breaking news. No. <laughs> um, we're going to the seven churches. Oh, that's what you said. That's going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. I am uh, jacked up about that. All right. You aren't? You don't seem yeah, to be. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. Well, we just don't all usually plan that far ahead. It makes me a little nervous to plan ahead. I'm never that, and Not now at all. I've already got three three series for next year I, I starting do. up. I don't what know what's happening <laughs> is going on with Hank? <laughs> Seriously, I mean this change that's evolving. It's crazy, crazy talk. Fearful, <laughs> fearful, crazy talk. Ooh, we had a good Sunday this Sunday. Oh my goodness, God showed up, and I can good. say that because literally, and I told you my heart a little earlier. It won't, that was not the sermon I was going <laughs> to preach, and it's like. Spirit said, no, nah, we're going to go this route there, son. Right, right. Okay. And you know what I found? It's better to listen to the Spirit. It, it usually is. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing how that works. Amazing. So started off, um, <laughs> Drew had led a teenager to the Lord mm. last Sunday. And so started off today with a baptism. Yep. And then we had a family join today. Yep. And, man, the altar was just full. It was. Cheesy peasy. Yep. I'm just like. Wow, God. Fact that I still can't get over yeah. that he would take a redneck like me. <laughs> yep. And do what he's doing. Yep. And um crazy talk, man. Like you just said, crazy talk. Crazy. 
He's up to something around here, Marion. I will say that. He is up to something. And I'm just so thankful I'm a part. Yes, for sure. Anywho, let's go to the Mosaic of Marion. And you know, I still, I think about it every time. If you guys don't know, the Mosaic of Marion came from a little phrase. Here's a little backstory. Table talk time. (laughs) Pastor Hank. I don't know if I ever explained why we named this the Mosaic of Marion. I don't know. Anyway, so for years, I have been, when somebody joins, um, the phrase came to me some odd 10 or 12 years ago. I would always say, hey, we're so glad God is adding you to the mosaic that is Marion. Mm-hmm. Remember, I struggled yes. to say that at the beginning. <laughs> right. yes. I kept saying it's the mosaic that is Marion. Yes, I struggled with that yep. for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, years. We haven't been doing it for years yet. <laughs> Episode. For episodes, yes. And I just kept on and kept on. And it sort of became our catchphrase, the mosaic that is Marion. And because that's what I want, God made us all different and and everybody adds to the great picture of the church right that's why he i'm about we about to not do romans 3 if i'm not <laughs> careful god adds to the church from every tribe and every tongue and every nation yep. church is not supposed to be just us four no more yep. it's not supposed to be just one brand right I hope I can say that mm-hmm. and everybody understands what I'm saying. Takes all kinds. Yep. Takes um great and small, you know, going to Revelation chapter twenty, whatever, the center, great and small, to come together. Mm-hmm. And um a church should be full of of people from all walks of life. I, I I'm looking forward to some different nationalities coming. Yeah. That's my prayer here. Right. Um and just see I want God to be God. Yep. He's the God of everybody. Yep. Not the God of just the American. Right. I don't know how we got there. Yeah. Other than talking about the mosaic. And so anyway, today I was, this sweet lady and her two kids had joined. Uh, I told them, I said, man, we're so thankful yep. that you're part of the mosaic of Marion. Yep. And the mosaic that makes up Marion. Mm-hmm. And she sent me a really sweet little text after church. And her kids are very sweet. So can't wait to see what God does in their lives. Anyway. All right. Let's jump in here. You're going to read. Uh, da, da, da. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> you know, I just because I think we struggle with this, I want to f- fight against this thought of that we're all good, mm-hmm. and that's what our society teaches. We um, we may get a little reflective about society, um, and what they say. So start there at verse. Oh, I don't know. I, can't, I don't have my glasses on yet. Um, yep, nine. Nine. And just read through twenty. I mean, I can read it all. It doesn't mean we're going to talk about it all because <laughs> we all know how that. Read, yeah. I need to read it all. 26, yeah. 26? Yeah. Okay, don't fall asleep, people. <laughs> <laughs> you said read it all. I think I'm a good reader, so you won't fall asleep, hopefully, but that's a lot of verses. All you right. don't want to read that much? No, I will. I love to read. So. Okay. All right, starting verse 9. What then? Are we Jews any better off? No, not at all. For we have already charged that all, both Jews and Greeks, are under sin. As it is written, none is righteous, no, not one. No one understands, no one seeks for God. All have turned aside, together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Their throat is an open grave, they use their tongues to deceive. The venom of asps is under their lips. Their mouth is full of curses and bitterness." Their feet are swift to shed blood, and their paths are ruin and misery, and the way of peace they have not known. 
There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be stopped, and the whole world may be held accountable to God. For by the works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified by His grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by His blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness, because in His divine forbearance He had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, speak. Let your word speak clearly um, to us from your word and us to those that are listening, God. And what, may we never stray from your word and never back down, Father, but be clear in our teaching today. And Lord, we love you and we praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, got a question. Man, here it comes. <laughs> what was the purpose of the law? Well, the law was our tutor so that we might know what sin is. Oh, I see what you yeah, did there. See. Paul. Yeah. Paul said Galatians. that. Yeah, yeah I know. Like I, saw, I saw what you did there. <laughs> so, Miss um, School Teacher. Oh, boy. What, what, do, you, what do you mean? <laughs> Well, what it to do? well, like he says in Galatians that he would not have known that coveting was a sin if the law had not said, do not covet. And and so the law teaches us what is right and wrong. Um, and so that's the law. God gave the law to teach us about sin, but also to point us to Jesus. Okay. To point us to that, um, that for Jesus to be our redemption, um, that because what the law, what he set forth as a law, um, is was not able to fully save us, and so we needed somebody. Uh, we needed a savior, but the law points to that. So, <laughs> did the law always have the meaning that Jesus said it did? You know, Jesus said so often. You've heard it said, mm-hmm. right? But I say, right? Well, no, because well, I mean, the law had the meaning that it was supposed to have, but then people distorted it. Mm-hmm. And and put it put things added to it and put things to it added to it. Yeah, the law was always supposed to to be that tutor and that teacher that you right. needed something, right? And that there was a de- there's always that deeper meaning in there, right? You know, Jesus said, "You've heard it said, thou shalt not commit adultery." But I say, if you've looked at a woman, you've committed in your heart. Right. So it was always there, but we never dealt fully with it. You know, man didn't. Man never searched. Man just literally, I think about the rich young ruler when I think mm-hmm. about verse like this. You know, when Jesus said, Jesus, when he said, when he came running and he said, what do I got to do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus says, you know the commandments. Right. And he gave him ones he could physically do. Yes, right. And then you get the picture of this guy puffed up his chest and said, I've done them all. And then Jesus getting to the heart of the matter. Right. Said one thing you lack. Yep. And so wouldn't that be, would that then be why? Um, people they added to it because it was such an 
they didn't take it as internal yeah. and the thing of the heart. So it was an external thing. So they just kept adding to it. Yeah, to make like it, if we do this, if, right. if 10 makes me clean, <clears throat> right. shouldn't 500 make right. me extra right. clean? Right. Because at the very end, of because they got so hard-hearted and stubborn. I mean, they missed the Messiah. Right. Because of it. When King Herod said, where's this king from? Tell me what's happening. And the the his scribes and the Pharisees said, well, the Bible says he's going to be born in Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Hello? <laughs> Can anything good come? Yeah. Right. So they never got it. They kept adding to it. And, and I think they lost their meaning. At the end of chapter 2, um, for no one is a Jew who is merely the outwardly one, hmm. nor is circumcision outward and physical, but a Jew is one inwardly, and circumcision is a matter of the heart by the Spirit, not by the letter. His praise is not from man, but from God. And so he's dealing with righteousness. Friends, you, you cannot act right and think you're right based on your actions. Right. Too many people... We're going to get deep here. Too many people think that their name is on a church roll so they're going to heaven it's the same principle here you're thinking because you did this physical act well i walked down and i took the preacher by the hand and i made this profession of faith and i was baptized and i got my name on the church roll i'm obviously going to heaven that's not true right that that's far from true right And, and you can walk, you know, I've heard I've said before, you can walk down the aisle and be baptized till the tadpoles know your name <laughs> and not go to heaven because it's an outward action. Right. And there's no, if there's no inward change, yeah. then right, then it's not. Because, all right, and I'm going, we're going to take a left turn. <laughs> okay. I told you we were going to do none is right, no right. We're not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course not. <laughs> so. As you were reading, I was like, you know what? I think we've done that in one episode, but I really want to jump over here to verse 23 and following, really following. I don't think we've dealt with that, have we? No, I don't think so. We all know the first part, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, because we are all the Jew that's one outwardly. We're all sinners Mm -hmm. in, in the eyes of God. Remember, the standard is not Hank. The standard is not what I think. The standard is not... um. What I think is true, what I think is right, the standard is what Jesus says is right right, right, and wrong. Mm-hmm. And so we're all sinners. Any, anything, any thoughts as we, because then we're going to jump into and are justified by his grace as a gift. We're, we're about to eat that up. <laughs> okay. Well, and I mean, the whole context of 323, uh-huh. um, where um, all have sinned, is that, I mean, that follows the none is righteous, no, not one, and no one does good. Um, it, I mean, it's that, it's, it is good to read that in context. I mean, yeah. that's, we always have to read it in context. Um, and so, to, all right, time out. Y- Here's, let's give you the big context. The context is God's righteousness. Right, yes. Yeah, we talked, yeah, we talked of about chapter that, two. Right. Really, it starts in chapter one, mm-hmm. God's righteousness. And in three, it's talking about how we are so opposite. Okay. Right. And so, because he is talking about in verse nine through 20 about how, we no one is righteous and and I, you know we didn't talk about but even as believers we can think that we are doing good mm. we can think that 
you know, the things that we do are being done because we love God, because we want to serve God, but the under, we don't know our underlying right. motivations, but God does. And so, um, so whether believers, but this is obviously talking about non-believers, but because there are, our righteousness is at filthy rags. Yeah. And so, yes, we all have sinned because we all fall under all of these things that are listed in these verses, um, having our um, mouths full of curses and bitterness and the way that we live, and there's no fear of God. That's the crux yeah. of the matter mm-hmm. right there. And so then, so then it follows then that and we if we're not sinners. careful. Even as a believer, we can have no fear of God. Right, and we can exactly, think we're right. we can still be this. And, yes. and I believe, yep. act this way as a believer. Mm-hmm. I read a story yesterday. I'll give you an illustration. Charles Spurgeon had a guy, and he, he met with him. And the guy says, um, "I don't believe I sin anymore. Ever since I've come to Jesus, I, I don't struggle with sin anymore. I've pretty much gotten to that place where I don't sin." And Spurgeon said, "Oh." I would love for you to come to my house. I'd love to talk to you about this. Do you know, have you heard a story? Mm-mm. And so they get to the house and, and Spurgeon takes a cup of water while the man's talking and throws it in his face. <laughs> and the guy starts cussing <laughs> and screaming. And he finally calms down. Spurgeon said, I want you to think about what just happened. Uh-huh. That old man in you was woke up by a cup of water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that old man not gone. Right. And it's true. We, we're still, yes, I'm going I think probably tread where angels fear to here a little bit. We are changed as a new believer, right. as a new creation. But as you said, our righteousness is as ours is as mm-hmm. filthy rags. And so we can become so um believing in the action of salvation and not the truth of salvation. Right. right. That we can still live under this way. Uh-huh. It's the person that claims it but never lives it because right. he never accepted it, really. Right. Um, we're not good. Right. Hank Meadows still is not good. Right. Save ye Jesus. Right. Him living inside of me is the only good thing about Hank Meadows. Right. That's not false humility. That is just truth. Mm-hmm. Because I know the man in the mirror. Right. And I know outside of Jesus. And I can get, I can get way off the road even now. Right. And have to be brought back right. by Jesus. Yep. So see, I don't struggle with Romans three. I don't struggle with it in that I know who I am. Right. So don't get me wrong. I, I struggle with plenty. Right. With plenty. Same. So we're for all of saying and fall short of glory, which is as Drew would make sure you say it's not three hundred sixty away from God because that brings <laughs> you back to the same place. You're one eighty away from right. God. You're completely opposite. And then let's just get into this. And are justified. By his grace as a gift. Mm, as a gift. Justified just means you're made just. You're made right in his standing. Mm-hmm. In other words, you are said to be clean now. Right. Because of an acceptance, not an action. An accept- now, it's an action that Jesus did, and it's an acceptance that you did. Right. Thoughts? Yes. You can keep going. You're okay. good. So when we are justified... It means that we are now standing in the court of law. We are found not guilty because God made us just because of the work of Jesus on the cross. So we stand not guilty, not because of Hank, but because of God. And it goes on. It says that by his grace as a gift. Yes. Translated, we get mercy. Mercy is not getting what we We deserve. deserve. Yes. Grace 
is getting what we, we don't, don't deserve. Right. And that's why we, by his grace, that's a gift. And so you stand justified, not because of anything you've done, because you are living outside of Jesus in verses 10 through 20. Right. Well, 23, actually. Yeah. Verse 24, we don't know that as well. Why is that? I don't know. So many of the verses that we know, well, we don't know the surrounding verses yeah. that we should, right? I mean, right. verse 3, Romans 3, it's imperative to know it. Yes. But what about verse 24 right. and following? right. That are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. It's everything. There it is. That's That's the gospel. gospel. Uh (laughs) What do we think of like, I feel for you. That is the gospel. Yes. Sin, salvation, redemption, Jesus Christ. Right. And the redemption is in in Jesus Christ, not in us. No. Not in anything that we can do, not in anything um, that... Not in any works that we can do, any actions we can take. It's simply, like you said, an acceptance of the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. In one word, in. The Jew had so come to think he was redeemed, restored, and the the like by his actions. Mm -hmm. And Paul was saying, no, you are right. not. Right. Well, and they thought too that because they were God's chosen people, that they just had that. I'm a Jew, in, right? <laughs> you know, right? We believers think the same thing. Yes, I was. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Right. We do. My name is on. But so the Jew, they were God's chosen race, chosen people, and the church is God's body and it's his chosen people but when you get to see what it really takes is where they made the mistake right the jew based everything on just who their daddy was right the believer based on where his name is written yes church membership yeah not the lamb's book of life right Right. and we just have so missed it yep and how we and you know they you know, as people, they mock Baptists. You know, y'all are people believe once saved, always saved. Well, I believe once truly saved, always yeah. saved. Right. I have no, but here's the deal. I don't have a clue if you are or not. Right. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And right. too often we look at it as a sprint. So then he goes on. Anything else say about that? Through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. How was the redemption in Christ? What did Jesus do? I mean, we're just going to be very plain Jane, very basic here. What's the redemption that Jesus did? Well, his death on the cross, and it continues in verse 25, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood. So that, I mean, that's a big word. You know, I love it. (laughs) The propitiation just means that his death on the cross and his blood that was shed satisfied God's righteous judgment. And so that righteousness that is talked about previously in Romans, um, it was he, that righteous wrath that he has, that righteous judgment was satisfied by the death that Jesus died. And so then we don't have to die that death. Right. And, and later in Romans, when we read that in that the wages of sin is death, well, we don't have to pay that mm because Jesus paid it for us. And so that's the the um, redemption that is in Christ. That's the the act that Jesus did that God put forth forward as our propitiation. Um, that 
it was done for us and yeah. it satisfies him. And so um, that we don't have to do anything yeah. to satisfy that wrath except accept what Jesus has done. Why don't we have to do? Because it's been done for us. It's finished. On the cross, Jesus said it is finished and the work is done. Mm-hmm. Go on with your man still. <laughs> but also because if we could work for it, there would have to be levels in heaven, wouldn't it? Because you work more than I do. You get closer to Jesus, and I'm off a billion rows back. Right. And you're up near the front. So we had that. And by the way, and I love this. You know I love this statement. So don't get me wrong. The law had a purpose. Right. And the law yes. was godly. Yes. It was of God wrote it. Right. So, okay. A, right. <laughs> and it's called the righteous requirement of the law. Mm-hmm. That Jesus Christ fulfilled. fulfilled right. It was a right. It was a requirement. This is how you get. I mean, Jesus. They they could have willy nilly mm-hmm. just said, "Well, do this, and and you're all good now." No. Right. You ready? <laughs> you ready? No, no, no questions. This okay. is you're gonna okay, get. Good. You're gonna about come out of your okay. seat. You ready? Got it. Go. That would have went straight against his character. Exactly. Exactly. And yes, and because... Uh, Y'all should see her. My girl is about to go crazy. (laughs) Because as we have said... Many times. Yes. Like God has to act within every single aspect of his character. He does not set anyone aside so that he can be something else. He is all of that. All of his... You should have seen how she did all of that. I mean, eyes got big. All of that. that. Because my son said we should do this as a video, and I said, no. Hey, I think he's on the song. No. Um, But that... Right. So that's... So his righteous judgment, his righteous wrath, the the law that he set forth, the requirement, the righteous requirement of the law, he had to follow those. Yeah. So so what you're saying is Mm -hmm. he could not willy-nilly say... Right. Because he would have been going against... His own righteous requirement right, of right, the law. Right. Because what did the law say? Go read the book of Leviticus when you have all these. And I understand it's not the 10, but these are other sacrifices yeah. that you had to go through to deal with the sin in your life. And mm-hmm. I preached on them. Shout out Mary Baptist Church, right. Facebook page. Um, I thought they're also on our, are they on the website? YouTube? I don't know. YouTube. Um, Facebook. Just YouTube. go out there and I preached this year on the first six chapters of Leviticus and I dealt with those things and they're very specific and when God gave specifics whether it was just an intent or his specifics about how to do other things Mm -hmm. sacrifices and the like you had to follow them not only did you have to follow them in our salvation process God had to follow them there had to be a um, almost said a goat scape (laughs) a scapegoat that took the sins far right, away, right, yes. which oh man, I'm so yes. kidding. Which was Jesus. Yes. He was the perfect scapegoat uh-huh. because he took our sins as far as the east is from the west, because they never reached. And he says, I'll remember your sin no more if mm-hmm. you're a Jew inwardly right. and you have circumcision of the heart. Yes, right. That's where you have to be changed. Right. Y- you can memorize, I'm sorry the Bible front to back, back to front and mm-hmm. sideways and not go to heaven. Yes. You can be at church and get your little, man, they used to give out 50 year yes, pen, you know, little pens. Yes, yes. And, um, you know, if you yep. came to Sunday school, we didn't miss it. You got pens. We were so bad and so good. <laughs> hey, I understand the principle. Mm-hmm. That pen didn't get you to heaven. Nope. That pen ain't got nothing to do with your salvation. Nope. 
You could have just sat in that Sunday school class and thought about Dumbo. <laughs> you could have. And you're going to bust hell wide open. Right, right. Have you become, and this is where we're going to close, we're done, <laughs> a new creation. Right. And that's really what chapter three is about. Mm-hmm. And it turns right there in, cha- in verse 23, 24, it turns mm-hmm. to where it begins to talk about it. I'll, just, well, I'll finish up. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance, so those years, those thousands of years, God was forbearing. Now he kept giving glimpses, snapshots, mm-hmm. Abraham and Isaac, mm-hmm. um, Isaiah chapter 6, um, Daniel, all these other little snapshots of the Psalm 22. Right. Psalm 23. <laughs> that the coming Messiah would fulfill. Right. It was snapshot after snapshot after snapshot. Can I make the statement? Jesus is on every page of the Old Testament. Yes. Every page. Yes. Don't miss that. Right. And don't don't listen to the ones who say that we should be focused only on the New Testament and not on the Old Testament. We don't need to read the Old Testament anymore because uh-huh. that's that's a lie. Ah, you you have to work harder. You do. You do, and dig deeper. But man, when I you, love to preach. Yes, when you get it, when you read it, and you see it, and you see that blood line through. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's just it just opens up to you. And, yes. And makes, and I said this in Sunday school today too that we you if you read just the account in the Old Testament and you don't read what is said about it in the New Testament, you don't get that full revelation of what is being said. But if you just read it in the New Testament and you don't get that background account, you're missing. Yes. It, it's like eating just part of the, I don't know, I can't even think, but you're just not getting the whole thing. And so we need it all. And and that's why we have it all. That's mm-hmm. why God has given all, us all of it. If we only needed the New Testament, we would have only yep. been given the New Testament. But we've been given all of it. And so we need to study all of it. So that's scripture interprets scripture. And, and, and it's a progressive revelation from God. And we need to have all of it. Oh, big term now. Progressive <laughs> revelation. Wow. I get that, friend. Anyway, so we're done. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to end with that. You you have to have it, and that's what Paul was getting at. Paul was really getting at what you just said. Mm-hmm. There's progressive revelation. Right. You had the law. Yes, it was works. Right. It was. Right. I mean, it was, it was all it works. Was right. Mm-hmm. And then he had all the sacrifice and all that, but they were to be found mm-hmm. in the coming Messiah. Yes. That was proven. Right. True. Right. And so that's where it, it turns there. So why don't you pray for us? Okay. And then we're done. All right. And. Father God, we thank you that you did give us Jesus and that you gave him to us to be um, our redemption, to be the one that made that sacrifice and to be the one that paid that price. And so um, for those listening who have not responded in faith and accepted that grace as a gift, I pray that today would be the day of salvation. And for those of us who have, I just thank you for that gift. And and may we allow you to work in our hearts to continue to change us. And Lord, um, make those who think that they have that change, if they have not, Lord, make them aware of that. And so we thank you for your word, and I thank you for the um, this time together. And I pray blessings on those who have been listening. 
and blessings to you, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, my name is Hank Meadows. I'm pastor of Mary Baptist Church. I got my home slice. Hey. Ms. Mona. Hey, hey. Dan. No, Dan. Wah, wah, wah. I'm not bitter, Dan. <laughs> we miss you, buddy. Come back soon. All right, y'all. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Bye.